Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Lessons in Leadership podcast today. I'm Jessica Von Zastro, a student worker at the Wilkes Institute for Leadership and Service. Today, I have the incredible opportunity to discuss our favorite topic, leadership, with my colleague, Carolyn Scully. Listen further to hear how Carolyn shaped her path here at Miami University. Hi, Carolyn. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lessons in Leadership podcast. Would you go ahead and give everyone the Miami hello by introducing yourself with your name, your year and major, and also where you're from? Perfect. Thank you, Jess. And hello, everybody. I'm excited to get to know you all today via this virtual podcast and share you a little bit more about myself and my leadership. So first off, my name is Carolyn. I'm a senior strategic communication and psychology double major with a minor in human capital management and leadership, which is a little bit of a mouthful. Um, And I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, More specifically, I'm from Seven Hills. It's about 15 minutes south from downtown. Nice. And so for both of us, we are currently seniors. And it was eons ago that we actually decided where we were going to go to college. Eons, five years to be specific. But why did you, Carolyn, decide that you wanted to come to Miami University out of all the colleges you could have gone to in the United States? So the first reason was I knew that I wanted to stay in Ohio. I think my dream school would have been something that was maybe across the country, but I knew realistically I was a little too nervous to do that. So I picked the farthest college that I could go in the state, which was the four hours from Cleveland. And it also had a plethora of majors where I was vaguely interested in. So I came in undecided and then ultimately switched over to three different majors, maybe even four during that first semester. So I knew I wanted to go to a college that had a good education school had a good political science and pre-law program, as well as a good business school and a liberal arts education. So really all of those possible majors that I was even thinking about, Miami was pretty good with in terms of rankings and reputations. So I knew it was the perfect place to figure out what I wanted to do. And looking at academics is a super big part of deciding where you want to go to college. But the classroom is not the only place where you're learning when you're in college. There's a lot of extracurriculars that help you grow as a leader. So what key involvements have shaped your growth as a leader during your time here at Miami? I think, oddly enough, my social sorority, um, being involved in that my second semester freshman year was a blessing because it allowed me to meet people who knew really like what the student organization map looked like. First semester, I had a really hard time getting involved. And it was my social sorority that I had kind of been able to figure out what other organizations I wanted to join. One of them being the Miami University Student Foundation, which is an affiliate of the Alumni Association, as well as the Wilkes Leadership Institute. What we're talking about here today um, and being able to be involved in a certificate program that allowed me to understand my leadership and go through workshops and actually talk about it and submit reflections that ultimately led to me working here. And I think the changing point in my leadership probably, I think I was going into my junior year, was actually being involved as a student employee. Um, because it's a very challenging office in a sense that there are good challenges and that you are expected to produce high-quality deliverables, collaborating with a large amount of teams. So being able to really work with other people on very high-performing, highly motivated students has been the most impactful thing of my student leadership experience, and I think it's really been this office to show me how to enact my leadership and other things that I'm involved in. Obviously, Wilkes has been a really influential part of my leadership growth as well because we're colleagues who work together. And now that you've been both a participant and a leader in developing workshop content, 
What do you think has been your favorite Wilkes Leadership Workshop in either respect? It's the one where you have the sandwich supplies and you get a piece of bread, almond butter. I think we had carrots and jelly. And I don't remember what it was called, but it was really interesting to see how different leaders shape different teams. So if you're unfamiliar, if you didn't participate in that workshop, I believe that there are about three or four different teams and each of them has a SLC kind of leading over them. And one of them is a manager who is like in your face, telling you what to do every second. Another one is completely disappearing. Um, and I think there's one kind of in the middle of those. And so whatever table you're on is whatever leader you have. And it's up to your team to figure out how you're going to pretty much make the deliverable of this sandwich. Um, it was really amazing because I don't even remember which team I was on, but all of my team members had adapted to what leader we were experiencing and showing them different ways to do things and how do we adapt. For example, it was really cool to see how our different teams adapted to make sure that we are getting to the ultimate goal of making that sandwich correctly. It's interesting to have that simulation of leadership and see how that team worked together to adapt to that leadership style. Now that you have been in different leadership opportunities in both your social sorority, in MUSEF, and in Wilkes, what do you think really defines who you are as a leader? I think the first thing for me um, that comes to mind is really being open to have certain conversations and really taking initiative to start. I am a really reflective person, and sometimes in leadership conversations or in team meetings, I do take a little bit of a backseat to really think about how certain things are impacting one another, how our, whatever we're doing are affecting our audience. And I think being the one to kind of come up and say like, hey, is this a good idea? How is this affecting our audience? How would they want to best see it? it I think is something that has been really beneficial to the teams I've been on and to myself as a leader. Another thing that comes along with that is really just being open and flexible. As we have seen our world pretty much flip upside down in the past year in terms of everything that we thought was going to happen this year did not happen. But it's been really interesting to be able to adapt and be open. And I think being adaptable and being open and being as flexible as possible is something that I've really taken to my advantage because I feel like I don't get too like set on one certain idea. And that has really played to my advantage, especially this year. And I'm hoping that's something to continue um, as time goes on. Yeah, it's really interesting to see the way that your leadership looks like in practice. How do you feel like your top strengths really play into your leadership development? You and I both work on the strengths team. We've been working with strengths and teaching people about how to use their top strengths for the past year and a half. So I'm interested to hear from your perspective how you see those top strengths really playing out both in your everyday life and in your professional life. And I'll use, uh, I want to use my top strength futuristic as an example, because I think it's something that I definitely use the most. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of individuals who may or may not even have futuristic in their strengths realize how much we do that in our daily professional and personal lives. And first, in my personal example, for this weekend, um, on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to Columbus to visit a few friends. 
And I know that I need to get my homework done at the beginning of the week. So I know that I can go to Columbus stress-free. Um, and that's an example of just making sure you're prepping for the future. Preparation, I believe, is one of the synonyms for it. So being able to do little things like that, that you wouldn't realize that really had changed your perspective and your outcome of your results, as well as a professional experience. When I had come to Miami, as I said at the beginning of this, I had about four or five different majors that I really wanted to do. So what I needed to do was take a semester and pretty much a full year and picture what do I want to do when I grow up and when I graduate and become an adult, what do I want that first day after graduation to look like? And I really had to set that goal and work backwards to figure out what my majors, what I wanted them to be and what I wanted to get out of it. So I knew I wanted to work in a people-oriented business situation that influences a lot of people. Okay, so how do I get there? I had to plan and find majors that really adapted um, what I was learning to what I wanted to do. Um, and being able to think backwards to really prep for the future and work long-term towards that goal, because this was four years in the making, was really impactful to my success as a leader and as a student. Yeah, thank you so much for outlining the way that you use your futuristic. That's a really clear example of how that has played into your own life and decision making. And now, as a senior, you have decided on your major and you even know what you're going to be doing once you graduate. So will you talk a little bit about how the leadership experiences you've gained here at Miami are going to apply to your postgraduate plans? To be clear, my postgraduate plans are working in a four and a half year rotational leadership development program where I am bouncing around different business areas within one enterprise every 18 months for the total of four and a half years. So essentially in a leadership development program, the rotation is what you're going to do. So there are a few key factors that I've learned from Miami in both my classes and my experiences um, and my internships and work experience, anything like that, that is really going to help me. And one of them just being constantly putting myself into situations where I know that I'm challenging myself. As a low-income student, coming to a university that is predominantly higher income um, was, I think, for me, one of the most beneficial things that I've ever experienced. And that took a year or two to really be comfortable with that. And it's amazing how much that little key part of my own identity, comparing to the identities around others, has helped me in terms of building a leadership experience and how I'm going to apply that for the future. Because I know, because I was uncomfortable for those two years, how much it has totally helped me, as well as, as I mentioned before, just being adaptable to change. Um, it took me a long time to find my majors. And even when I found my majors, a lot of people would look at it and say, oh, how are you going to go into business? You're not in the business school. You're not taking finance or accounting, whatnot. Um, and that really was almost meaningless. I'm a pretty good example of whatever you major in doesn't necessarily correlate to what you're going to do after graduation especially within business. So I think that took a long time for me to realize and it all worked out. So that was just two key things that I think have really helped me and I'm going to, I know, use as I move into the future. You really talked about the fact that it took you a while to find what your place was here at Miami and figure out what your major was and how you could fit into this community. So what words of wisdom would you share with any incoming first-year students who are currently in the process of trying to figure out where they do fit in and what they do want to accomplish within their four years here at Miami University. First, I would say is breathe. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure as soon as you get here to join a million different things and think that 
okay, you're a first year, you have to have all of this figured out. You don't. If you go through your first semester and you didn't really join anything and you didn't really join anything second semester even, still breathe. You have a lot of time to figure it out. I have a lot of friends who didn't really start getting involved until their juniors and senior years. You have as much time as you would ever need. So don't ever freak out to think that, oh, I'm not doing enough. This person is in XYZ's clubs. I'm only in this club. How am I going to kind of compete with them? You don't. Um, you don't need to compete and just breathe and relax. And the other thing is really everything that you're doing is a learning experience. And this is something I actually learned for you, Jess, in terms of having learner as one of your strengths. Because I couldn't really figure out what I wanted to do when I got here, I had to try almost every different thing. Um, as I said, four or five different majors. I joined like four or five different clubs um, that first year. And so being able to try it, things out, even though if you try it out and you realize, oh, I don't like this, that is totally okay. Um, you don't have to like it. But even knowing that you didn't like it was a learning experience that you're going to know um, for the rest of your career and the rest of your student life experience in, in terms of leadership and whatnot. So yeah, thank you so much for that really great leadership advice. And thank you so much, Carolyn, for joining me on today's episode of Lessons in Leadership. I really appreciated having you here. Thank you, Jess. And thank you, everyone who listened.